Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard-to-recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Thank you for tuning in to the Sports Ethos Nets podcast. This is forget the introductions, forget the basketball game tonight. Kyrie Andrew Irving turned 30 today and will be getting cleared to play in New York City tomorrow. Guys, how are we doing despite the tough loss tonight? I'm so happy we could stop freaking talking about it. Like, I'm so sick of talking about politics, about the mayor. I don't want to hear the name Eric Adams ever again. Like, I'm good with not hearing <laughs> about it. Like, let's just fucking win some basketball games. I know they didn't win today, but I'm so happy we're done talking about it. Yeah, I'm, I think every Nets fan is in the same boat. The Nets lost against the Grizzlies tonight, but the Nets won today. They won. It's- Kyrie Irving is full-time, finally, we have been waiting for this all year long. All it took was the Mets and the Yankees to need this to happen. And now all of a sudden, snap of a finger. Now it happens. Shout out oh, Yankees and Mets. Like, we're all the Yankees fans, Joe. Yoda's like, a stupid Red Sox fan. But, like, yeah. they really gave, like, the, the alley-oop here. Like, they gave the biggest oh. assist ever. They did more for the Nets than James Harden did this season. <laughs> <Whoa>! <laughs> I love it. Uh, so I'm just saying, like, let's let's not pretend that the Mets really have that kind of power in New York City. Yeah, it, it was, was the Yankees. Yankees. Let's, it was let's, Yankees. let's be honest. Wait, 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 wait. No, wait, wait. Steve Cohen donated 1.5 million dollars to Eric Adams's campaign last year. I saw that. That that may be a, a little bit of like a a little ploy there. I'm, I, I did see that. I'm just gonna put that out there. Thank you, Uncle Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. I know Hal Steinbrenner's he... cheap ass wouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, it was funny. I was talking to my friend who's a Knicks fan. He goes, like, who's Eric Adams? I'm like, dude, you're. I know you're a Knicks fan, but, like, Nets fans cannot stand this guy. And the only reason we know his name probably is because of all this drama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bro. I, I, yeah. I mean, the Nets lost the battle against the Grizzlies, but they won the war. Hell yeah, we won. We won the season-long war against the city of New York. Kyrie Irving, credit to him, man. Just credit to Kyrie Irving. He kept his head down. He worked, waited until he was able to play. He 
he stood his ground and now he got exactly what he wanted. So good for Kyrie, man. Congrats to him. Yeah. On his birthday, nonetheless. Like yeah, what a fucking gift. What a present, bro. For Kyrie, for Nets fans, for basketball fans, like Kyrie's just Bro, like, we'll get into it. I, I think he's a top 10 player in the NBA right now. Like, I guess we'll see if it sustains when he starts playing more games, more minutes. Like, I don't know. There's kind of been an argument on both sides of, oh, he's got fresh legs because he's not playing every game. But then again, like, can he get into a rhythm when he's playing maybe once or twice every two weeks? Like, it yeah, that's, that's both the legs. big thing. Because it's like, is he rusty? Or is he going to come back rusty? Or is he going to have fresh legs and just dominate? That's the right. thing. Now I'm sure that's something that is going to be asked to Kyrie like now that we're in the past of his part-time playing. But like but now that he's full-time that's definitely a question that people could ask the psychology that like he was really going through getting ready for each game that he was allowed to play. But man, right. this is like it's surreal. I don't even believe Who's with the long-term effects? Like he's going to sign an extension now. Like he's going to be a net for like 4 to 5 more years. Yeah, I'm like I, I'm like, very confident that Kyrie Irving will retire in that. Yeah, I am too. Very. So I'm saying, like, 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 it means so much. This 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 change means so much for the Nets long term, not just this season, long term. Because Katie has his right. battery mate now. There was when there there was like people wondering, is it going to go on for years? Like, well, it's the not, other big it's thing, is, it's not just Kyrie Irving signing the extension. It's when he does sign that extension, we have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Ben Simmons locked up for at least four more years. That's huge. That's Correct. three players. Like, by the end, I mean, by the end of that contract, KD is going to be, what, like 37? But Kyrie will be 34. Ben Simmons will be not even 30 yet. Like, even if by the time KD's contract is up, he decides to leave or anything like that or retire, we still have two young players that will not – well, Kyrie at that point won't be considered young, but still guys that are in the midst of prime years. Like, this just sets us up better long-term. Now that Kyrie is able to play, he will sign the extension and just sets us up for years to come. 100%. I mean, the trade, the James Harden trade, like, just to go into long-term. Big it, flop. I, I don't think it hurt the Nets this year at all. True, personally, like, I mean, Simmons comes back. He's going to be a great fit, in my opinion. We'll get into that more. Uh, but it really set them up long term. Because, like you said, I mean, Simmons is, I think he's like, what, he's 25 right now? Yeah. And he's locked up until, I believe, he's like 29. Correct. And so, like, we don't have to go into James Harden slander. But, like, that's going to be a horrible contract in a year, maybe two. So, like, the Nets, I mean, everything just works out. I can't wait. Um, obviously, they can still compete this year, in my opinion, even without Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, I think Ben Simmons is the icing on the cake. Like, he's the glue guy that does everything. But we saw what it took for the Grizzlies to be a very shorthanded and depleted Nets team tonight. I know they didn't have John Morant, but the Grizzlies only averaged 11 threes a game. And they went 19 of 38. They shot 50% from three, and they're not a good three-point shooting team. And they still barely beat the Nets. I mean, they ran away with it in seven minutes left in the game. But Kevin Durant didn't shoot the ball well tonight. He was 12 of 28. They didn't have Seth Curry, who will be back soon. They didn't have Marcus Aldridge. They didn't have Goran Dragic. That's not even including the Ben Simmons mystery piece. And the Grizzlies are now 15 and two without Durant, and they – 
barely beat the Nets when all that stuff was against the Nets. And, like, over a seven-game series, like, that's just not sustainable, in my opinion, which is why I am not concerned at all by the loss tonight. Yeah, no. I mean, it sucks in terms of, like, catching the six or seven seed, though, but in terms of, like, overall, it's okay. Like, in, like I think it shows, like, I think I take today, I think today I'll take the, the, the reverse thing of the Kyrie thing and the loss versus vice versa. Yeah. But, yeah, like you said, like, the Nets were very shorthanded. Like, they said Drogic and Curry are going to play Saturday, probably not shed. I think they saw it as, like, a chance to give them three more days off. And you'd rather have the fresh legs against Miami for the stretch run now. So, I think, like, in a, a playoff scenario, all those guys are playing maybe minus, like, Aldridge. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the, that's the other big thing. It's just, like, it, like once – there's not – when you really think about it, all these guys like have little injuries right now, besides Lamarcus, he's been out for a while, but like all these, and obviously Ben Simmons, but like, I mean, if we have Seth Curry and Goran Dragic tonight, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if the Grizzlies win. Like we said, they went on like a 13 0 run with like six minutes left in the game. And that really just sealed it because I mean, Katie and Kyrie were gassed, man. Like they, <laughs> they were out there. They had through three quarters, they had 66 combined points with 33 each. It was just like, and then a lot of doubles going each of their ways and a lot of shots not falling. But, you know, I mean, I think, like we said, we're not really too focused about tonight's game. We're more focused on the fact that Kyrie Irving is allowed to play basketball at Barclays center. And we just take right. it forward, wait for our guys to get healthy and, and we hope for Cleveland to lose because that's that's really what we need because we could still face the possibility of Kyrie not being able to play the first play-in game. So that's yeah. – I thought about that. I didn't even think about the play-in stuff. Like, oh, my God. Uh, actually, that's a big relief now. Like, I know he can't play Toronto still, but the fact that he could play in like a second play-in game in any playoff series fully, we're only like, – we're missing him now at Toronto, and that's like one game left this year potentially. Yeah. So, like, now the only thing, thing is bad is if Toronto gets seven, we get eight, which is still in play, don't get me wrong. But yeah, it's better than, like, any scenario where we're at home not having him. Yeah. And now I don't really yeah. think that the Nets are concerned about much else other than people just getting getting healthy and getting back. Because you got, you got the biggest question mark of the season out of the way. And even if Ben Simmons can't play for the rest of the year, this team has shown that even with only Kevin Durant or a part-time Kyrie Irving, that we can compete with damn near anybody. And now you have a full-time Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. So yeah. that, that's basically enough to compete. And if Ben Simmons comes back, that's the icing on the cake, like you said, Cody. I agree, man. Like, I don't know if I would pick the Nets with just without, – uh, without Ben Simmons. But I wouldn't pick against them. I think pretty much against any series, against any of the top teams in the NBA, I think it's a coin flip. Like, that's just how special – Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are, like I said, like they're going to efficiently score for 48, 48 minutes. And the question is, can you do it with them? Because even when they were getting blitzed tonight, doubled tonight, like they were still scoring very easily. And like we saw it in full display in that third quarter when they got themselves back in the game, they put up 42 and it was like an easy 42. They didn't catch fire from three or anything. They were just easily scoring. Like, it was really beautiful to watch. Like, you watch a game and you'll see an NBA team just go like eight of 10 from three and a quarter. And obviously, they're going to put a 40. Like, it's just going to happen. It happens to every team. They're professional basketball players. But the Nets only knocked down nine threes all night. They were nine of 25. They still put up 120. 
missing <laughs> Seth Curry, who's probably their third best offensive player, missing mm-hmm. Goran Dragic, who's been their backup point guard when Kyrie's been playing, like their their playmaker. Um, so I'm not worried. I guess I don't. I mean, against Toronto, even without Kyrie in Toronto, like I'm still picking Brooklyn to win that game. But if they happen to lose, they go back to Brooklyn. Like they're not, they're not losing. Sorry, <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not concerned. The play-in is like a non-factor for me now, and the Hawks got blown out tonight by the Pistons, and the Hornets got blown out by the Knicks. So neither of the two teams behind the Nets picked up any games. So while yeah, the loss sucks. The uh, six is going to be hard to get to, but I mean, I don't know, man. Like Irving back, I would take that any day of the week over any regular season game. Guys, I just realized Patty Mills almost had a Tony Snell game tonight. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. He had, <laughs> he had 25 minutes. He was no so points. bad. No points, no assists, 0 for 4, no blocks, no steals. He had one rebound. He saved himself. Damn. Man, Patty's been so bad. Yeah, man. Patty Mills, minus 27. Nick Laxton, minus 26. Oh, <laughs> James Johnson, minus 16. The net he, bench is got 11 him. points. I'm so sick of him. The Nets always yeah. need one CLC. They can never get away with it. It's always one. <laughs> Bro, they had two before. <laughs> Javon Carter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they can never get away from it. There can't be just one guy in the roster that's not absolute dog shit. <laughs> can we really cut so Bembry over him, dude? I mean, I know Bembry's out for the year. And, and Bembry got hurt. But like he probably wouldn't got hurt from the Nets, you know what I mean? So like, yeah, I mean it's all, uh, it's all obviously circumstantial, but like, damn man. <laughs> I on. mean, I also want to say one more thing with the mandate. Like, it really could not have come at a better time if it was going to happen because Kyrie Irving was only set to be able to play two out of the final ten games. Oh yeah, and the two were this week. I'm pretty sure he was ineligible for the last eight games of the season. No, no Atlanta, you'd have been able to play. He would have, yeah. Okay, so it was They're, three out of ten he could play? He would have been able to play three out of ten. Yeah. And I th- I believe, it. yeah, it would have been, like, one out of our last eight. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Atlanta on April 2nd would have been the only other game. So, like, I mean, that's a huge relief. And I know we went through the schedule a little bit last time, but, like, it's fairly favorable for the Nets. And they got to go out and they still got to win the game. You can see what happens. All these teams are full of professional basketball players. So they can shoot 50% from three, and then you got yourself in a dogfight any night. But 
the Nets, like, they should finish strong, get into a rhythm going into either that play-in tournament or the playoffs, and see what happens. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like we said, we had targeted this game, the game on, what is it, Saturday against the Heat, and then the game against, against the Miami. Bucks. And then the game against the Bucks. We said we should, we got to try to go two and one in those games. And I mean, now we got to win the next two. <laughs> so, so that's something that we got to keep an eye on if we want any hope of even tr- attempting to catch the sixth seed, which I mean, at this point, it does look unlikely, but like we've said multiple times already this episode, like it doesn't matter at this point. We have Kyrie Irving to be able to play at home. So that's the biggest relief for them all. Yeah. And uh, tomorrow night is a big game for that play-in positioning. Like the Cavs are playing in Toronto against the Raptors. We root for it. We root for Toronto. We root for Toronto because Toronto's only a game back of Cleveland. So, and – I mean, I don't want to talk about the game that we're going to on April 8th or anything. It's a big one. But, <laughs> it's a big <laughs> But that's like the second to last game of the season. So if the Nets beat Cleveland there, like that could really help their case for not having to go to Toronto. Yeah, for sure. Wow. And I mean, that could solidify us playing at home against Cleveland in the first game. True. Like that could be a very, very big game. And then the Nets finish up with the Pacers. The Nets finish Hawks, Rockets, Knicks, Cavs, Pacers. Could you ask for like a more favorable five games in April of your last five to get into a role going into the playoffs? Especially when we see how tight the seating is. Like Kyrie Irving at MSG, like he's going to put on a show there. Then he's going to come home, play his former team in the Cavs. Then they're going to blow out the Pacers in the season. Like, I don't know. I can easily see the Nets going eight and one to finish the season. That's what we got to hope for. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Kyrie, I really want Kyrie is just on another level right now. Like unstoppable. In his last five games, he has a forty-point game, fifty-point game, and sixty-point game. Like, what, like what can you do to yeah. stop at this point? Like, and now like he's getting into this groove, and now he just got approved to play. Well, tomorrow he's going to be approved to play full time. Like, man. It couldn't really have come at a better time. Final stretch. Kyrie's already on. Look at his. Mm. Look at if you look at his career stats. Like he's honestly been his best his last two years. Like if you look at his career numbers, like percentage wise, points per game wise. I know it's been limited games. I think it's like seventy games in the last two years. But in those like in that stretch, he's been like on real clips, like 50, 40, 90, 27 a game. Like that's like he was like a twenty, like a low twenties guy when he was in the Cavs and Celtics. That's yeah. why it's like even more impressive to me. Yeah, that's what we were trying to say last year. We were like, okay, well, this right now is probably Kyrie Irving's prime, like this stretch of basketball that he's playing. Like he's he's yeah. Cute. Bro, the ESPN broadcast put up with 846 left in the third quarter that Kyrie Irving has scored 155 points over his last four games, which was a career high in any four-game span for Kyrie's career. And that was with 846 left in the third quarter, and he already had that. So, like, yeah, because his, his last four games, he went in order 50, 22, 60, and now 43 tonight. <laughs> like, yeah, that's insane. Like, <laughs> like unbelievable. A disgusting 22 point game. Like, unreal. That, that's yeah, terrible. right. <laughs> yeah, like, like, be better, dude. Like, come on. <laughs> that was a Boston game. The right? nerves were 22. No, that, that wasn't. I think it might have been. So. Or I don't know what how many games he's not even able to play, but 
I think that was the game against the Celtics where he only put up 22. I could be wrong. I'm looking at his numbers right now. Uh, Did you guys see Drummond's comments today? That was Philly where he put up 22. Oh, it was Philly because uh, they blew they Philly out of their own gym. <laughs> well, yeah, that, Anthony, you were saying the Drummond comments? Yeah, I was just like, I just, I just remember that to see if you guys saw it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's always we. I think we all knew once it happened that like, okay, Drummond's gonna be a free agent. As soon as we saw how he was playing the first week that he was here, it was kind of like, all right, well, doesn't seem likely that we'll be able to retain him if he keeps this up. But, and I mean, his exact comments were the Nets needed to keep a guy like Nick Claxton because, like, because like I'm a free agent this off season. You never know what could happen. Like when the off season hits, because like, how do we know that somebody's not going to come in and just throw another twenty million a year at this guy? I mean, I'm not saying it's likely, but it happened. It's happened before, and like, if they see that he's putting up this kind of production, they think he could bring something back out the bag. Then who knows? But he's right. Sure. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Drummond, in my, like you just said, he was pretty much going to be a one-year rental, especially now that he's getting more minutes on the Nets. He's kind of proving his value again, and he's not being just a backup to, to Joel Embiid. So, I mean, he's only 28 years old, so he's kind of young to take, like, That's great. Isn't veteran. he already statistically like a top-10 rebounder? Yes. Like, wild. So, like, you can't expect a 28-year-old to take, like, a discounted contract when he already has the last two seasons. So, yeah, I mean, I think he's enjoying his time in Brooklyn. If you look at any of the pictures that the Nets take, like, he's literally smiling in every single one. Yeah. So, like, I don't think it's uh, he doesn't like it here. It's more of uh, the Nets can't really afford to pay me. Although I did see they could go up to the mid-level exception of like $6 million, but still, even then, that would be a pretty steep discount, in my opinion, for Drummond. But yeah. I don't really want to worry about the offseason right now. I just want to enjoy this ride, last nine games, play in tournament maybe, postseason, and see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it, in the famous words of Aaron Judge. <laughs> did you see Aaron Judge's comment tonight, by the way? <laughs> No, I didn't. No, they asked him. They asked him about the mandate being, uh, or the rumors, since I guess it's technically not official yet. But Woj, Shams, whatever he said, and his response was, "I'm just glad that Kyrie Irving can play a couple home games now." (laughs) (laughs) Still still not admitting to it. I love it. Right. No, no. Aaron Judge is a, is a Nets fan. He's been a bunch of Nets games before. Yeah. Yeah. Someone posted a picture of him wearing a Nets jersey. Hmm. <laughs> he gave a custom 99 Brooklyn jersey, I remember, during, like, the D'Lo era. Yeah. <laughs> well, we need, what we need is freaking uh, Joe Sy to go buy the Yankees and actually throw people some money because, <laughs> my God, they're offering, yeah. they're offering Aaron Judge $17 million a year for arbitration. What's wrong with them? Well, they're trying to reach an extension, but they're well, yeah, avoiding like, judge, judge, even for arbitration, wanted $21 million and they came back with seventeen, as if he hasn't carried our franchise because they, for however many years. Well, it's because they want to defer it so they can get a long-term deal. Like, they, like if they reach arbitration, it, like, fucks the long-term deal up. 
Yeah, well, so I think they were never gonna. Seems as though it. It seems as though they're never gonna pay the guy anyway. So who cares? Uh, who knows? That? Yeah. <laughs> uh, back to Ben Simmons. You guys see what Steve Nash said today after shoot around before the game? You said there was no update, really. Right? There's like no update. Well, he also said he yeah, there's no update, but he said he'd have no problem dropping Ben Simmons right into a playoff game, even if he hadn't played a second during the regular season. Sweet. <laughs> and I mean, like, that's great. That's it really kind of like I'm glad to hear that he said it because, like, we've imagined the situation where he doesn't play in the regular season. I think Anthony said we won't see him at all this year, if I'm not mistaken. Good. But it also kind of kind of makes me wonder because he's been saying that he's optimistic that he would play in the regular season. So, like, now he's – I don't know how he was asked or what question he was asked to say he would feel comfortable putting him right into a playoff game, but that it's even being talked about. I mean, somebody somebody probably asked, even if he doesn't debut by the end of the regular season, would he be – would there be a possibility that he would play in the playoffs? I mean, I don't know the question, but I would assume yeah. I, like that's what he would yeah. be doing that for. It was reported by Brian Lewis, but I didn't. I don't see the question. I only see the answer. Yeah. But I mean, we'll, once again, we'll uh, we'll cross that bridge once we get there. There we go. And Cody in and- a season full of question marks. The Nets have finally gotten rid of the biggest question mark. Now the next biggest question mark is Ben Simmons. So. I think the next best biggest question mark is will Patty Mills remember how to shoot the damn basketball? Yeah, man, like that's tough. I, I don't. It's got to be mental because obviously he's a very good shooter. <laughs> he has been all year up until he did the three point contest. Forget all year. He has been like his entire career. <laughs> yeah, I was just going off this year until he hit the. Wall. But yeah, but but ah, I mean they're gonna they're gonna need him to knock down some shots. Obviously, I'm getting like Joe Harris vibes in the playoffs when like an elite shooter just goes through a funk. And I guess it's better that it's happening now, but I feel like it's been going on for like a couple months and it needs to end. I mean, yeah, that's that's what me and Anthony were saying on the episode that you had missed, Cody. We were like, like, it definitely feels eerily similar to Joe Harris right now. And it's just like. If he doesn't start making his shots, I like we both said, like we could definitely see a world where like we have enough shooting and like Patty Mills could get cut from a playoff rotation if he's not making jumpers. Like I don't think Steve Nash will go down that road again. Yeah, I mean it'll definitely be interesting to see. I don't really think he'd get cut like out of it completely, but I could only see him playing maybe 10 or 15 minutes a game. I I, I think it's going to be hard to cut him out Um, unless I guess the addition of Drogic would make it a little easier Yeah, that's because Drogic Drogic can play off the ball. He can play next to like a Kyrie or obviously Katie or even Ben Simmons, et cetera. So I guess Drogic addition kind of just solidifies the Nets depth. And he's another person that's a pretty good spot up shooter that can do a little more on the court than Patty Mills. Yeah, and that's that's why we both said like, if, I don't know, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because if he's not making his jumpers, like I don't know how long Steve Nash is gonna be willing to let that leash ride because we he kept go like I mean last year with Joe without Joe Harris, like we wouldn't have had any other option. But like 
Right. We have options. We really do. It's just like we have we have Seth Curry now. We have Drogic now. Like there is a world where like you're playing guards that can out that can replace Patty Mills production now. And I mean, like like um Seth Curry has pl- has playoff experience. And I mean, obviously Patty Mills has playoff experience, but like it's not like we're our our only option is throwing Cam Thomas into the fire in a playoff game. Like we have Seth Curry and Goran Dragic who could easily replace those minutes. And it's just like, it's going to be definitely going to be interesting. Yeah. And I, I really think um, Steve Nash takes a lot of shit for his coaching, but he hasn't had the full roster. So if you want to judge him, judge him in the playoffs. But mm-hmm. I really think he has his work cut out for him. He's got no time to find a rotation that works and he's got to find it. Like he has no choice but to find it and find it very quick. And it starts with benching James Johnson. The easiest one of all. Play starts start playing Blake. Blake makes plays yes. happen. Yes. James Johnson kills plays. It's very simple. <laughs> that one fast break, bro, with Kyrie. Like he was what was that? And the one drive to the rim it was just like, dude, that's like four points. Like uh, just like get it together, man. He just he uh and he tried the reverse layup where he just threw the ball at the bottom of the backboard. What is he good at? Like, what is he good at? Fighting people, I guess. I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> Very frustrating. It was just like, I'm getting TLC, Javon Carter vibes. And I felt like there was a there was a stretch of where like maybe 10 games where he was playing pretty decent, but he's yes. just been horrible recently. Like, yeah, absolutely. He's been past that 10 game stretch for like another 20 games, and Steve Nash is still trying to play him. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Like, he's been bad for a while. And like, Blake Griffin's sitting there. Like, he, Blake Griffin was good last game. Like, he was damn good. Anytime Blake gets thrown in, he's been good. But it's just like, I don't, like, after the early season struggle, it's like Steve Nash has been hesitant to really just like give Blake the ball and let him run with it. Like, just he like, sees him as Kwame Griffin. <laughs> yeah, he's not Kwame anymore. <laughs> Maybe Steve's just saving his legs for the playoffs. That's not at all. It's like a bold strategy. <laughs> bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. It's the uh, the ultimate load management. Actually, Kyrie Irving by Eric Adams was the ultimate load <laughs> management. But <laughs> yeah. maybe Nash is. I don't know. It's Blake's been damn good. I thought Claxton was pretty pretty poor tonight, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, like Clax has been really good recently, and I mean, Clax was matched up a lot with bigger bodies like Stephen Adams, and it's just like Stephen Adams is literally the best offensive rebounder in the entire NBA statistically. He's grabbing like five offensive rebounds a game this year. It's just like yeah. like Stephen Adams, he's a monster of a man. Like, and I mean, we all know Clax has like a thinner frame. And it's like, that's like, you really can't expect much when you're lining him up against guys like that. I mean, sometimes it works. Like we saw him have success when he was thrown against Joel Embiid. We have, we saw him have success literally last game against Rudy Gobert, but it's just like, it just isn't, it isn't working in certain spots. I agree. I mean, you're not going to win many basketball games when you take 87 shots and your opponent takes 101. Mm-hmm. Like the Nets shot better from the field than Memphis, but they lost the three point battle by a lot. They lost the rebounding battle by a fair amount, and they lost 
the turnover battle. Like, it's hard to win games like that, even when Durant and Irving combined for, I think they combined for, like, 78 points or something crazy tonight. Yeah, they. I think KD had, yes, or 77. Yeah, it was – it was 78. KD had 35 and Kyrie had 43. Yep. So, I mean, like I, like I tweeted, it's the it's the NBA. Like, you're going to run into teams that are hot. The Grizzlies, I kind of felt this was a trap game going into the game. Um, I still expected the Nets to win, truthfully, but the Grizzlies were just red hot. Move on, focus up, take, on, take down Miami, and then the game Sunday against Charlotte is a very big game. Because Charlotte is the team that is right on the Nets' ass. They're only a game back, so you got to take that game. Absolutely. <sighs> Any anything we miss? Anything else from the game tonight? You guys want to discuss? I mean, it's just gonna, it's going to be real scary watching KD and Kyrie just ball out for the rest of the year together at last. <laughs> Finally, true. I know. Like I can't wait. I was, I was so excited when I first saw it. Like, I didn't even care what happened in the game tonight, as long as no one got hurt. I should say, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, oh, like this is what we've been waiting for for what since October, November. Like, yeah, ever since everyone's brought back on the road, we've been waiting for this. Yeah, and we finally made it. So. It's been a long ride, boys. I'm hyped, boy. I, I, really I wish I could say it's been a fun ride, but, you know. It hasn't. It's been horrible. <laughs> Honestly, horrible. Worst three and a half, four months of fanhood of any sport I've ever been a part of. That can't be true. You just we went talking. That's true. <laughs> We've been talking about this mandate since we started this podcast in early December. Like, started working on it. Like, it's insane. Yeah, it's wild. Man, guys, we got to find some new material. <laughs> yeah, what, are, what are we going to talk about now? We're going to have to cancel the pod. You know, do Can we, we ban the word? Do we, actually have to talk, do we actually have to talk about basketball now? <laughs> I like local politics. Yeah, right? Not speculation and guessing and looking at rumors and people talking out of their ass on Twitter about what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> All I can say is let's freaking go. <laughs> oh, man. Um, also, Anthony, by the way, Joe forgot to mention, I guess, but uh, we picked up a game on him tonight. Oh, that's right. You did. Well, I mean, I'm closing not, in. I'm not happy at the Mets loss, but I'm happy that Joe lost, I should say. Like, <laughs> the Nets won tonight and Joe lost in the same night. Like, that's amazing. Nah, we all won. Kyrie's playing. True. We all won, but Joe won a we little We won less. twice, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we went two and two. Joe went one and two or one and three or something. <laughs> <else>. Oh. <laughs> okay. Is that is that your cue for me to pick the game? Yeah, Miami Punk. Who you picking? Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, uh, what's the injury report like for Miami? Oh, you want my help now? I'm not helping you. Great, no, I'm trying to beat you. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm just, I'm just gonna pick opposite of Joe. 
<laughs> yeah, I know that's what you guys are going to do, so I'm going to take my damn time. <laughs> Bro, I got work in the morning. Let's go. All right, fine. I will take... I'm going to take a Nets win. I'm also, I'm also taking a Nets win. Wow, bad move. I'm taking, I'm taking a Nets loss. There you go. <laughs> Katie and Kyrie ain't losing two games in a row. Yeah, and I mean, Jimmy Butler is beefing with Udonis Haslam now, so I'm sure that's going over real well in that locker room. True. Wait, so are we, what, what are we down now? What are the standings? Uh, I have 29, and you guys have 25. Yeah, see, I, okay. no matter what, like, I can't pick the same as you. There's nine games left. Like, I have to, like, choose opposite every time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, nine games, that's enough. I think we got a better odds of uh, making up that deficit than the Nets getting to that 60 now. Probably. That's just even. Because, I mean, it's just you guys got to hope for me to lose if you're picking against me. Right. Cody, if the, um, Nets, if the Nets lose, you're in a rough spot, dude. Because, like, then Anthony's in the middle, and he's just like, he could copy me, and then you got to worry about jumping Anthony and then trying to catch him at the same time. You ain't first, you're last. <laughs> I also didn't realize kind of a quick side note the Nets only scored 16 points in the fourth that's not very good oh dear god I didn't realize that <laughs> I knew that's like, they, bad. I knew they were struggling and like I mean it really happened when James Johnson was in that game in the very short stint that he was out there but I didn't realize it was 16 points bad yeah it was rough Jeez, but it's one game. We're on to Miami. Nets are going to win, definitely. I mean, Kyrie Irving almost beat Miami by himself. I really think that Curry's going to be back. I think Drogic is going to be back. I think if it was a playoff game tonight, both of them would have played. But the mm-hmm. Nets knew they don't play again until Saturday, so they're going to give them a longer rest, get ready for the game against Miami and then Charlotte, and see what happens. Yeah. I mean, that's all we could really hope for. Just hope for all our guys. And then I'm thinking Ben Simmons' debut at the Clays is going to be April 8th. So and then that date just keeps popping up in my mind for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, we're going to be right there in the thick of it. Ben makes his season debut, gets to like 15 minutes. It'll be fun. Yeah, sir. Anything else you guys want to discuss real quick? Um, screw you, Eric Adams. That's true. Yes. This is the last episode. As this is the last episode that name will be said on this podcast. I don't know about that. I and a lot of shade. <laughs> That's fair enough. It's the last time I will say the name on this podcast. So I'm glad. This bozo. <laughs> Seems like a good spot to end. So thank you for tuning into the Sports Ethos Nets podcast with Anthony, Joe, and Cody. The Nets lost the battle, but Kyrie Irving is back. Let's go Nets. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.